Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high-fiver? I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, and to immediate match reaction to Rangers 5 and 12, 2, aggregate 9 to 5. Me, oh, me, oh, me, oh, my. So I am your host, Scott Carney, and joining me is Ali Pearson. How are we doing, lads? Another fantastic Thursday. <laughs> fantastic, stressful. Everything that you want to possibly say about a game of football again seems to have happened, and Scott Gemmell joining us. Ah, good evening um, to the other country land in Mars tonight, by the way. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Fucking hell, man. Honestly, what a game of football. I mean, you could have gave me a million guesses again at the, the scoreline and there was no way that I was coming up with, with that tonight. This had everything, really, pretty much. I mean, the only thing that didn't happen was the red card. Uh, that's pretty much it. And no real dodgy bar decisions either, which is quite good for a change. But we have so much to get into, gentlemen. Um, and obviously, we'll start with the we'll start with the starting eleven. But I think it's more the bench that's going to cause more controversy than anything else tonight. Uh, the starting eleven was Alan McGregor, Balogun, Goldson, Holanda, Barisic, Davis, Kamara, Aribo, Kent, Hadji, and Morelos. And the bench was Patterson. Bassi and Zungu. Now strike me down, Ali. There is no chance I've seen this coming. No. I mean, Twitter went mental when the <laughs> when the teams were coming out. There was a rumour beforehand, obviously Scotia shared it in the group chat, the rumour, and I thought, no, surely not. Surely <laughs> not. And then obviously David at heart and hand, he was going mental, Zungu, wasn't he? There he was there, but he's and then they all appeared and I mean in terms of the team we get we got one wrong, which was the Hadji one for Arfield. Basically, um, Ariba was played in a midfield three; he wasn't in the front three. But in terms of the three of them playing, I don't think anyone, any Rangers fan today, would have said they would have played. But don't think we would have seen it. I don't know. Scotia might say I might have, but I didn't didn't see it coming. 
I still don't agree they should be there. I mean, we'll come on to how the game went. I still don't agree they should be there. I mean, Jones and Edmondson must be watching that going, what the fuck? But um, <laughs> I can see why he's done it. We don't have cover at full-back positions. Zungu was a weird one. I never thought I would see Zungu in the Rangers shirt again, but he was there. So, yeah, Scotia, how are you, how are you as well? <laughs> yeah, I think what I said yesterday... Um, kind of came to fruition a wee bit, a wee bit earlier than I expected, to be honest. You speak to Gerard um, personally? <laughs> uh, unfortunately not. Unfortunately, not. you know I wish. Um, yeah, I, 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 during today, the more I was thinking about it, looking at it, I was like, it wouldn't surprise me if Bassey or Patterson, one of them, the like, at most would be on the bench, just because we are a wee bit lacking in cover for that fullback fullback position didn't see Zungu starting I don't know why you've got Barjonas is there as a midfielder if it's just to make up numbers in the bench if it's just to give you cover in case something happens to one of the midfielders didn't understand that I don't know if I forget if Dixon's is he away out in loan at the moment or is he still kicking no he's still there I'm sure he was on the bench the other day I'm sure he was yeah, so like, I was surprised that you know maybe one of them could come in, but then you, the problem you run, or the risk you run, is you get too many youth players because it was actually really good to see Leon King on the bench. You know he's like a very young player, but it was good to see him on the bench again to get that experience. But I was a bit it started the night off really weirdly, didn't it? The fact that that happened because, as Ali said, I don't think anyone expected all three of them. No, to be I don't think any. Bench. No, I don't think anybody did. I certainly didn't. Um, when I seen the whole rumours flying about the start of the um, the start of the night, I was like, no, no, there's no chance that's happening. And it, because it wasn't official at first, it was more of a rumour. Although the source seems to have been spot on, um, I was like, no, it can't be true. There's no way. And then all three of them are named. And then there was a wee moment of UEFA have made a mistake and Zungu's not there, but Zungu was there and crazy. But I don't believe there's any Rangers fan in the world right now that would have turned around and said that they expected even one of them three to be on to be on the bench tonight. But one of them has came back and performed. I, I mean, you can't script tonight. You honestly can't, but we'll, we'll come on to it just before we start, gentlemen. We just, I'm going to enjoy this, so I'm just cracking my beer open. So we'll, we will jump into the game. So, yeah, I mean, a, a crazy game of football again. God knows what it is about playing Antwerp. I've got no idea, but just a, a just a bizarre game. But Rangers started really, really well. Um, the first attempt on goal comes from Rangers on the third minute. Both teams are pressing high and trying to play out for the back. A second ball was won in the midfield by Davis. He heads it to Hadji. Morelos gets it back about 30 yards out from the goal. Squares it to Kent on his left hand, the left hand side of the box, and with his left. He kind of drags the ball wide. The defenders were closing them down, but I think it was promising signs from Rangers. Um, if we work the work the the ball well, chances will open up for us. Seven minutes, Kent then gets a second chance. Second phase of a corner from uh, Rangers. Davis picks out Kent at the edge of the box with a floated crossfield pass. Kent takes a touch, settles himself and takes a strike, but the keeper tips it round the post. And then eight minutes, Rangers make the breakthrough. It's that man, the Buffalo, um, and it won't be the first time we mention him tonight for sure. Um, Rangers really good pressing up the park. Kent kind of picks the pocket of the Antwerp defender as he's trying to get a, a pass back back to the keeper. The keeper rushes out, kind of commits himself, trying to close 
Kent down on the right hand side of the box. Kent with a wee cut back to Morelos, who passes it or strikes it if you like, but it was very, very composed finish uh, into an empty net, as cool as you like, despite there being a bit of pressure from the Antwerp defender. Ali, you could not have asked for a better start from Rangers tonight. Oh, perfect start. I thought Rangers looked looked really lively the first well, oh, that's eight minutes they scored there, but looked really lively. I thought you know, I text I text used to say I thought Kent and Morelos were right up for it. I mean Kent looked really sharp. I don't know what Antwerp were doing, trying to play out from the back when we were pressing high. I could see it happening. The guy gets caught in the ball, Kent nicks it off him. Great awareness to see where Alfie is, pulls it back, Morelos first time, bang in the net and he goes away and does the wee celebration I love. But no, to be one up after eight minutes, you thought, well, here we go. This, this, this is it. Surely now, this surely would kill Antwerp off. But obviously, the game had a few more twists and turns later on. Yeah, Scotia, couldn't ask for a better start, mate. Perfect start, to be honest. That's them now having to score three goals to go through. Um, yeah, loved it. Um, what I will say, and then I'll just set this out right from the start. I was, as you know, doing that wee watch party. Watch along with Tilsley and Defoe, so I was a wee bit in and out of the game. You know, there was an awful lot to take in with what I was doing, because um, I thought um, that uh, Lamkelzey, and in, inside the sort of first or second minute, he was just offside. I think they'd maybe broken his apart a wee bit in defence, and he was just offside. So the way I was watching it, I thought mm, it's a bit up and down the first two or three minutes, but I uh, after that, that was great, and yeah, the goal. The, the work from Kent and then the goal from Alfie. Absolutely fantastic. You really couldn't ask for anything better. And Rangers really did dominate pretty much for the next kind of 10 minutes or so. Um, Kent, as you said, Ali was really, really looking up for it. Kamara did really well at one point to win a ball about the halfway line. Gets it to Kent, who beat his man with absolute ease. Uh, but the low cross is stopped. The keeper gathers it just before it goes out for a corner. Hadji again, shot from distance. Maybe the wrong, um, the wrong choice from Hadji at this point. But again... Really looking dangerous every time he went forward. Morelos, Kent, Hadji, Kamara and Aribo all looking really up for it tonight. There was a wee bit of a breaking play around 20 minutes. Alfie goes down. I got a wee bit of the fear at this point, thinking he was going to go off because he took his boot off. So I got a wee bit a wee bit scared as he went down. But he got back up, thumbs up from the physio to the bench. Everything's OK after a wee bit of, a wee bit of magic spray. 27 minutes, Antwerp being really slack in possession, especially in the middle of the park. This led to a shot from Hadji from a tight angle on the right-hand side after picking the ball up in a dangerous area. It's a decent strike. Um, good good bit of power, power towards the, the near post, but it's kind of beaten away by the Antwerp keeper. And then the best chance for Antwerp comes um, on the 29th minute. Um, Balogun's beat down the right-hand side with a, a kind of overlapping run. Cross comes into the back post and on the volley, the Antwerp player hits it on the volley across back across the goal. But it's well wide. But it's the first time we've had a real chance. And then it's a goal. Um, after the obviously first bit of joy down the right-hand side, they've obviously identified Balogun struggling a wee bit. Um, they go for him again. This time they succeed. Balogun is beat by Lukaku. Low ball into the near post. And 12 striker beats a rebound with the ball in the near post. It's a real tidy finish. It's a kind of flick with the outside of the right boot. Just touches it enough to direct it past McGregor into the far corner of the net. And... Scotia, I'll come to you first. This one's kind of against the run of play. I know Antwerp grew into it for a couple of minutes before it, but they immediately identified the first time they had to go at Balogun that he was really going to struggle against Lukaku. Yeah, they did. Yeah, um, I, As you say, I thought we were on top of the game. I thought cruising's maybe the wrong word, but I thought we were very, very comfortable. 
and then yeah you can see them start to get in it a wee bit and then this goal comes it's I messaged Ali and yourself during the game and it's the difficulty you get see a right back especially these days it's a very very specialised position it's not the same as it was back in the day where you're just uh, as long as you can play your right foot you can play there you need to be have a wee bit about you and they identified that Balogun not that he can't play there but it takes time to adjust to be able to play there from when you're normally playing centre back they identified that and I they run rings around him and noted that Gerard in his um, post-match interview and mentioned that there's maybe a wee bit in niggle to Balogun one of the reasons he came off but uh, so I don't know if that had something to do with it or if that was something that was picked up later on but uh, they they got a weak link in the team and when I say weak link it wasn't absolutely terrible but it's the bit that we could or they could exploit excuse me yeah, I think they they as I say the first kind of the first kind of go at Balogun um, really properly from the Kaku. They realised that he could be got at. Um, I look, I'm not going to be too critical. Balogun is a centre back at heart. It's his position, and the job he's getting asked to do from us is obviously uh, something new to him. It's probably not a position he's played against. But even at that, Ali, this is still quite a, a poor goal to concede in the time we concede that. Yeah, I mean, Antwerp have grown into it slightly. I mean, they, they warned us previously down the right there, and then obviously the goal was poor. I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think he was good today, Balogun at right back at all. He looked very uncomfortable. I mean, you can't slag the guy; he has a centre half, so but he did look very uncomfortable. He's caught out. Goldson comes across to try and help out. He's out position. I think Aribo's actually found where Goldson should be, and it's a goal. Just one of the ones, but he, I mean, he gets booked later on, Balogun, and at that point, I thought we need to take him off and put Parson on because he's one challenge away if he can send off. But I one each, it gives them hope, gives them a bit of belief, and it gives them momentum to them, which I, I thought it shifted to them at that point. I think it definitely did, and I, I'm shocked that you've just said that you wanted Patterson to come on after last night. You said you want him to get sacked, mate. I'm a bit shocked at that, to be honest. And you're probably only saying that in hindsight and comparing what we're going to what we're going to discuss about the second half. But yeah, I mean, I would agree with pretty much both views, to be honest. I think it's we, we knew he was going to get booked. We spoke about it last night. We, we said he will get booked. It's going to happen. Gerard's going to have to make the choice of whether he plays Patterson or he readjusts the. Um, the kind of formation I think he's pretty much answered that question especially in Europe might be different in the league of course um, but yeah so but yeah you're right so for the next kind of 10 minutes or so there's not a lot happens obviously Balogun gets his booking um, the exact booking that you'd said Scotia yeah I can see you yeah it was, <laughs> exactly. uh, it was, it was the worry it's the worry I had um, I hope you put that in your coat <laughs> I did not no <laughs> but it was the worry I did have and Precisely what I was saying about a centre back playing at right back, you make a clumsy. Particularly on that left, attacking, attacking left hand side are tricky. They're speedy, and you can make a clumsy challenge, and that'll happen. So it didn't surprise me. It was booked, and it was a worry I had. 
Yeah, you did turn into a robot halfway through that point there, mate, but um, I totally get your gist. I know where you're coming from. Your signal just dropped out a wee bit, mate. So, right, though, just, we'll continue on. Um, but, yeah, you're right. It was that kind of tackle that you were expecting. They're a wee bit pacey, as you were saying, down the left, and he's been caught out, um, and that's him. He will miss the first leg of the next round. So, as I say, we can I move on to the kind of 41st minute, really. Um, Rangers are not really controlling the game the way we should be but kind of letting Antwerp get a bit more of a foothold into the game um, 43 minutes they're trying to isolate Balogun again out on the left hand side Lukaku gets a better of Balogun um, cuts inside and gets the shot away but it's blasted into the side netting but again this is a, a warning sign and then another, probably a quite a controversial moment I would imagine is that Morelos then decides to stop the play as we break forward um, he's on the right hand side the defender's trying to close him down pulls up with a hamstring injury it looks like to me strange decision this for me um, Rangers were in a great position to make a, a goal scoring opportunity I don't think there was any doubt about that look it's amazing sportsmanship from Morelos I mean I'm not going to say that, that it's not and he's probably I mean, he'll be praised for it, but my argument straight away is Antwerp were chasing this game. If this happens up the other end of the park and it's Hillander or Golton that pulls up with that injury, did Antwerp stop the game? I don't think they do. So I was furious. <laughs> I was. I was. I couldn't believe that he'd stopped. It was. I was like, I don't. He's off. The, he's right. Guys ran off the park. There's no need to stop. It should be the referee's decision, in my opinion. Ali, am I being a bit harsh here? No, I wasn't chuffed with him either, to be honest. If that was Antwerp, 100% they would have played on. No, 100%, 100% yeah. they would have played on. 100%. No, I mean, the guy's done his hamstring. You can clearly see Morelos sees he's done it as well. But no, I'd play on. I mean, you see this in football quite a lot. I mean, I always remember the one they think it was Decanio at West Ham. Could have scored and he, he caught the ball. Because That's he, right, yeah. That's yeah. Right. So it was... I, I, I seen an old Scotia text to say Lukaku's brother tweeted to say it was good sportsmanship he was just trying to say that yeah he's trying to wind me up but aye but (laughs) to to me you play at the whistle until the referee stops the game I wasn't happy because we had a good chance there especially before half time that could have killed them as well but I mean the wee man gets bad press so hopefully he'll get a wee bit of good press for that tomorrow but probably not they'll spin it another way no doubt yeah probably they'll probably say he was doing something wrong right Mr Preacher your opinion on it um, I've got uh, two kind of opinions on it. Like the wider kind of football perspective, uh, it's nice to see. You know, as a football fan, it's nice to see something like that. As a Rangers fan, not so much. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but that's 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 the way it goes. I don't know if maybe Gerard said, "Listen, I'm going to be bringing on someone that's going to get me a hell of a lot of jip. So do you want to do something to take the kind of sting away? <laughs> Perhaps you know." <laughs> Uh, conspiracy theories there mate uh, not half look I, I, I'm i not going to be against Morelos it's fantastic sportsmanship it really is if I've seen it in a different game uh, as you just said there Scott if I'd seen it in a different game I'd be like that was great from him well done but at that point because Antwerp were kind of dominating the, towards the second half of the, the, the first half I was like why are you stopping I couldn't believe that he stopped so what I, would, what I was going to say is, I don't know if it's because he's so close to the boy and he's seen his hand go up straight. Because the boy runs out of the park anyway. Like, he takes himself out of the game. Yeah. So I don't know if he's so close that he's seen it happen and then realises it's a bad one. Because sometimes, if you you would imagine, if you're going to be a player like that, you'll see someone get hurt and you'll like, uh, be kind of nice about it. 
Plus as well, I, I, I had the thought maybe that obviously Antwerp were on top at that point. Maybe just do it, slow the game down, see out the half kind of thing, not, possibly. Not from, the, not from the position that we were in, no. If it was in the middle of the park, mate, we weren't going anywhere. 100% I'd be like, that was amazing. Well done, Alfie. That's that's superb. But we were we were proper breaking at that point. It looked like we could have made something happen there. Look, I don't want to stick on the no, point too fair. long, but it's just one of them things. But at the time, obviously it was one each, and I'm like, what the what are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing? I was I was not chuffed at all. But again, fantastic sportsmanship from Alfie. I'm not going to say anything different. But from a Rangers perspective, it was quite frustrating, um, to say the least. So, one minute added on time, end of the half, um, and it's 1-1. So, my half-time thoughts are Rangers are still in control of the tie. But I think we need to shoot up the right-hand side somehow as Balogun has been kind of singled out by Antwerp and he's obviously now on his booking as well. So, Ali, what was your, your initial thoughts at half-time? Yeah, well, still, like you said, still in control of the tie. I, I thought the last 20 minutes we, not died away, but the kind of, the quick movement, the, the, the tempo dropped again, which I, I don't like with Rangers when the tempo drops because we're, we're a much better team when we're, when we're playing my high-tempo football, but I they come into it, one each, I was fair enough. I, I did say in the group chat, I did say to my dad as well when I spoke to him half-time, I'd bring Patterson on, because I just, Balogun was one challenge away from getting sent off in that game, and I think he would have got sent off, because they would have targeted him again, and he would have done it, I know he would have done it, so you had to bring Patterson on, and at that point, I text, think it's used for Scotch. I says, imagine Parson scores the winner. Scotia, what was your thoughts at half-time, mate? Yeah, I mean, I thought we started really well. Really well. And then, at points, I think Kent Morelos must have just plugged into the same kind of machine. And they were just playing off each other because some of their link-up play was brilliant. And... On Hadji, I don't think Hadji was poor today, but I think he was just a wee bit off where Kent and Morelos were. I think Kent and Morelos were on a different level, and Hadji was maybe just that wee, what did I say to you, uh, Pearson, quarter yard, half yard off the pace of them two. He's frustrating, um, though, he's frustrating though, Hadji, because he, he is that one-moment-time player. He, he's, he's in and out of games so much. That's why he's... He, you see a lot of the bad side of Hadji quite a lot, but then when he does a good side, it's fantastic because we get yeah, more. But, but, no, but, yeah, but as I say, I don't think it's because Hadji, but he wasn't poor. And he no, wasn't, poor. you know, he was really good, I thought, today. But Kent and Morelos were unbelievable at points in that first half. Like, the, the way they linked up was brilliant. Balogun, yeah, we're getting torn a new one down that right-hand side, to be honest. And, yeah, after they scored, they kind of got like that, second wind almost and just came in and went like alright it's here we can do it which you can't expect in a knockout cup competition to be honest yeah uh, on the Hadji point I, I totally I totally agree um, to be honest I think Hadji eh, no sorry Ken and Morelos just showed that they're just that wee step above Hadji just now and they, they showed that, that they are that and I totally the, the whole quarter, quarter of a yard that he was off the pace Hadji Scott I think it's a pure, it's, I think it's a brilliant analogy mate because Hadji wasn't bad he just wasn't as good as what Morelos and Kent were um, Morelos and Kent in that first half especially were 
tremendous at points. I mean, really, really tremendous. And all honesty, um, before we before I jump ahead of myself, Morelos was unplayable today for the majority of that match. As a defender going up against that, you're going to have an absolute nightmare. <laughs> Scotia, there's no way you could have dealt with him, mate. <laughs> no chance, no. The so broad fit in, mate, would hate it. Yes, yeah, so now comes uh, into the second half. A moment that left me speechless. I'm sitting right now with my hands on my head as I think back on it because I can't, I can't actually believe what happened. It's like something you see in a movie. It's just, it's, it's unbelievable. So Balogun does go off um, at half time. Patterson comes on the second half. I just finished writing my note that he must be thanking his lucky stars that after his carry on, he's getting at least 45 minutes of European football under his belt um, for at least, at least the remainder of the season, and then 45 minutes plus 16 seconds the number 16 the the player wearing number 16 today leaves me speechless um the one of you's want to take this away because i don't think i'm going to do it any justice to be honest but yeah i'll try i'll try I mean, I mean, I, I did text the group chat literally <laughs> as he came on and said, imagine he scores the winner. I mean, and then as I said, it, 16 seconds it took for him being in the park to put the ball in the net. When he came on, he had to come on because the Balogun was going to go, he was going to get sent up. So he had to come on. I mean, I've said from the start, I don't think he should have been in the squad with the rest of them. So, but take that away. We're, we're looking at the game of football here. He had to come on. And he gave up. It'll come on to later. I mean, the balance of the Rangers back four was so much better. But the link-up play from Morelos to him. I mean, I was off the couch and I was going, surely not, surely not. <laughs> Bang into the net. I mean, I was going mental, and I never thought I'd be celebrating the Nathan Patterson goal to go two-one up at Highbrook. It was. I think it was. It was quite surreal. And I think if you looked at Twitter at that point, everyone else was going. What the What's fuck's going on? What's Aye. just happened to you? I mean, even if Carlsberg did tonight, they still couldn't <laughs> have done that. I mean, that was un- <laughs> unbelievable. I don't know how the papers will, will spin that tomorrow, but it was um, fairy tale stuff, if you want to say, for a boy that was down and out and potentially never had a career with Rangers. I mean, I did say I would sack him. He's, he's back know. again. It's unbelievable. It's, I don't know what else it, to say. I, I you don't know what to say, mate. That's the thing. Is it left me going. I, I didn't even know what to, to what to write down as I was watching it. I was going, this this can't be real. This can't have just happened. You cannot make this kind of stuff up. I mean, and what a goal it is, by the way. Honestly, the move is great. Parson bursts his nut to get onto the end of Morelos's pass. Guess he's still just in front of the defender. The defender can't touch him. If he does, it's a penalty. And he lashes it home into the far corner, just inside the post, into the kind of side netting. Keeper's got no chance. And Parson puts us 2-1 up. And I'm sitting, literally, jaw wide open, like, trying to type something down on the laptop as I'm watching the telly. Like, what did I write here? I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, Scotia, can you put this into words? Not really, no. Um, it was kind of scripted wasn't it um, before he scored the goal as I mentioned earlier I was watching that virtual watch along with Defoe and Tilsley and as the subs were getting made I'll, I'll talk about some of that towards the end of this if anyone's interested but while, while I was listening to it Defoe Kenny meant talked about it and he was saying that um, he was making a good point that he, like, he forgave Patterson's mistake he was like he's young make mistakes, he doesn't have any issues, and something that he did say 
is like he was watching the video or the interviews with them, and he could see, particularly Bassey and Patterson, how Kenny gutted they were. That like, they realised they've nearly fucked everything up for themselves. And what he did say as well is that after they get caught, let's say they get, uh, they did get caught. Let's be honest, because they weren't going to not tell anyone. Yes, but, they um, got caught. Yeah, yeah. They get caught. Yeah. What he did is like. The three of them had messaged all the players. Like I think they must have a, like a group chat or stuff like that. It, they'd messaged them all and said like we're really really sorry. And like it, for what I got from Jermaine Defoe tonight, listening along to that is like they accepted that. So it's maybe like water under the bridge in terms of the players. A wee bit at least from Defoe, Shagger. <laughs> I think he'll still be raging, but you you know you never know. It was it was good. That was one of the best insights of that we watch party as I said we can talk about it later but that was good I can imagine McGregor's kind of like you know when you have that fallout with your bird but you just make up with each other and it's like everything's fine and she tells you everything's fine she's like ah it's fine don't worry about it and then the next time you walk into like I don't know the kitchen and you kind of drop something or whatever you're kind of like turn around and look at it and she's looking at you with that face so I can imagine McGregor with that kind of steely look on his face to go ah it's fine but don't talk to me kind of thing do you know what I mean so yeah, I mean, fair play to um, Parson. I mean, honestly, no matter, the, 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 we take the COVID situation out of it and um, what a start from him. I mean, you, you really can't ask anything more from a right-back coming on at half-time to go, to go and do something like that. I mean, it almost puts James Tavernier to shame, that, that wee move. It really does. It's 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 superb. And uh, uh, we could not have asked for a better start to the second half. And I really don't know how to move on from it. But Rangers helped with that because immediately we lead into a goal. So Rangers make it 3-1. Kamara with an absolute great pass to Hadji. I mean, it's incredible the way he passes it through the bodies. Hadji, great turn, just about on the halfway line. Really, really clever. Leaves his guy for dead. Plays Amarellist on the right-hand side. He then touches it round the side of his man. Goes round the other way to get on his own pass. Low cross, pull back across to Kent, and Kent smashes it home. Keeper gets a wee bit of a touch on it, but nothing to be able to keep it out. A real amazing goal from Rangers, really. Um, proper flowing Rangers team goal. It was absolutely fantastic. Ali, we're in dreamland now. Yeah, this best goal of the game. This, this, this is Rangers that we've come to watch this season, especially beginning of the season. Free-flowing football. This is when Hadji comes into his own in between two players, drops a shoulder, spins, plays it to, to Big Buff. They were shiting himself all night at him up there. <laughs> as soon as he put the ball past that boy and he got him turned, beaten for pace. And it's great work for Kent. You look at Kent where his, his position is and Alfie knows where he is. He comes across the comes across the, the defender and obviously right in the back of the net. And at this point, I thought, 3-1, the game now is dead and buried. Um, but obviously you'll come on to what happened about a minute later. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> would it be I mean, Rangers I, if we didn't do something? Dark? Of course, mate. Of course, it wouldn't be Rangers. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of this goal, it is the goal of the game. It's a great goal. It's a great just the the flowing football. I mean, it's like it's un. I've said it before in other pods. It's un un unplay undefensible. You can't you can't defend against like that. You, there's no matter who you are when Rangers click into that gear and every pass that we do comes off and the finish comes off it's you, you can't defend against it and it's it's so good to watch and when it goes in you're just oh absolutely buzzing Kent was buzzing it was just it was a great team goal Scotia just everything you want to see about Rangers is it not 
pure sex. It was pure sex. That's what it was, man. It was gorgeous. I think it came from actually Patterson winning a free kick, sort of midway in our own half. And then this is probably Hadji's best moment of the game. You know, this is when he linked, he finally clicked with Kent Morelos. And oh, it was it was gorgeous. I could yeah. I watched that in the repeat. That's that's another one to add to the, the discussion points around goal of the season. I think. Yeah, you'd, you'd probably an argument for it, mate. To be honest, it was just just such a good team goal, and I can't wait to go back and watch. Obviously, we've we've not done it quite after the full time um, whistle because I've had some technical difficulties, and you all know that by the time this comes up. If you're waiting for it, I do apologise. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can't wait to go and watch that back, and it's the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go back and I'm going to sit and I'm going to watch the the highlights again because it's just such a good goal. I mean, it's everything you want to see, and it's that's that's that wee moment of had you he can produce that as you say, Ali. Don't want to steal your line all the time, mate. But he's the flair player. He's that he's got that wee moment in him that it's just pure magic. So yeah, Rangers are three one up. We are rocking. Uh, I'm loving it. And then three minutes later, it's three two. So, just as I was settling down to enjoy the rest of the match, Antwerp pulled one back. So, Antwerp striker does really well, to be fair, to get just get the ball just before McGregor and squeezes it home from a tight angle. Here we go again, Ali. 3-2 on the night, 7-5 on aggregate. Not the best defending from Rangers in Europe, eh? No, nah, it was poor again, to be honest. I mean, McGregor and Goldson need to talk to each other. They obviously didn't talk to each other, bang into each other. I mean, the striker does well to be where he is taps in to be honest but in Europe for some reason we've given some amount of stupid goals away <laughs> against certain teams I mean obviously against Antwerp Benfica um, I mean we've had Braga, Braga aye, that's going back last season but I think it is a better calibre team but the goals we do give are schoolboy goals at the time and from being 3-1 up in cantering it to being 3-2 it was a bit of a dodgy scoreline because they were two goals away from pulling it back to extra time, I mean I didn't think they would but if they'd got the next goal, you're in kind of what do you do, do you stick or twist again and that's when it gets dodgy so, no when they put that in, it it took the buzz of that bloody third goal away to be honest, because it was pretty much instant and I wasn't I thought Rangers would still come through the tie, but it put a wee bit of doubt into me. Again, the defending was poor. Scores, poor defending? Um, I don't know if it was poor defending. I think um, it was weird. I've got a, a weird thing with this in Europe. See if you look back in the goals that we conceded in Europe in the last three seasons, I think a fair few of them have came within five minutes of us scoring the goal. I think we just switch off a wee bit. Probably, yeah. Probably. And I know, I know I've said it's maybe because the, the quality of the teams we're playing are better that we're conceding more goals. But I also think some of that quality comes down to that we may perhaps don't switch off as such, but they're right in going like, right, let's get back to it. Whereas in Scotland, it's like, oh, we've just conceded a goal. I'd need to look into them to see what it was, cause, but I've got memories of us conceding pretty quickly after we've scored in Europe for the last couple of seasons. Well, it's when you're most vulnerable in football. It is, yeah. 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 We, need, we need to improve, particularly if we're going to, hopefully, I mean, this is a big hope, getting into the Champions League group stages next season. 
the only team proving that. Otherwise, we could be looking at like nine or eight nil defeats. Yeah. With some of the defending, you see. I think, um, yeah, it was just it was a strange goal. It was kind of kind of reminded me of their third goal last Thursday, where it was just, oh, they've scored, and yeah, it was kind of like they've scored. Where have they yeah. scored from? Kind of thing. It was one of them ones, and. When I seen it back, I was like, oh, it's a wee bit dodgy defending, whatever. I mean, the boy does really well to get there before McGregor does, to be fair to him. And he does score from quite a tight angle. Am I worried at this point? Probably not, to be honest. I'm thinking, right, Rangers, just get a kind of grip of the game and don't give away any kind of stupid chances, stupid goals. And it kind of came to that, really. Um, Antwerp kind of tried their hardest to commit players forward, um, as you would expect them to do. But they didn't really create anything. There was no real danger coming at all really from them and um, the first the second subs come for rangers sorry um on the 70th minute hadji comes off scott arfield comes on for the last 20 minutes quite a sensible change from rangers at this point it was about a break in the play on 72 minutes as the antwerp goalkeeper's taken out by his own man it was just before kent had a shot the ref blew the whistle and somehow the antwerp keeper got the ball back again really no understanding it must be a new rule to me this one because i don't really understand how we don't get the ball back for that 75 minutes this offside rule is ridiculous and not good for my heart rate. I literally wrote that down. <laughs> I was like, um, so Antwerp were away at this point. The ball was over the top again. It's about two yards offside at least, but we need to wait for the play to come to a natural conclusion. Scotia, how is your heart when this happens? Yeah, I don't like it. Um, I think the commentators in the game have said, like in the BT commentary, have said they didn't like it. That wee thing that I was listening to with Defoe, he says he bloody hates it as well because what he said is that he always looks across the line to see if the flag goes up and then do it and then I don't know if it was Craigan or Alex Ray Alex Ray I think it was, it was Alex that they Ray. mentioned that if you keep on going to continue doing that if you know the boy could be like five yards offside but the officials under VAR need to let the play complete what happens if someone comes in and gets injured off that when everyone knows that it's miles offside now, I can understand it if it's really tight, but when it's like, it's obviously offside as he was, not sure. It's so stupid. A, he, yeah, was, it's a, he was blatantly offside. I mean, blatantly offside. You're talking at least two yards offside, but we have to wait for the, the natural conclusion of the, the, the attack in play. Alex, ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, I mean, it's not only what Scotia's saying, somebody could get injured, the keeper could do a clash into him or whatever, something could happen. But it's not only that, as if, say the one of the one of the centre backs doesn't know that this is offside and he is busting a gut, literally using up energy at that time in the match to get back to try and stop this only for the ref on the linesman to go what thirty seconds later while well, he's offside. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's a, it's a I mean our text it's a stupid rule. I think Scotia said it happened three or four times tonight, but yeah. I mean I mean that boy was way offside, but it even puts doubt in us. You're thinking, Christ, is he onside now? And he, he keeps going and going and going. You think, what's going on here? And then it takes ages for the play to stop, and then he puts the flag up. I mean, I've watched it in the English games as well, and that, and it's 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 frustrating. It's a, another one of these stupid rules that's been brought into football. It's daft. I mean, we all talk about the penalty one with the the hat if it hits your hand in the penalty as well. I mean, that's a stupid rule as well. To be honest, I think it's mm-hmm. there's a lot of rules in football that are just. Daft. I just think common sense needs to come into it, and, and that's one of them that is just stupid. And it was frustrating to watch that because when that happened, my heart rate went up, and I thought, "Fucking shit, they could fucking score here." And then it's obviously offside. So, 
No, a stupid rule. It is a stupid rule, but what I would say is understand why they brought it in because there are those marginal offside decisions. You know, when it's half a yard, you know, when obviously in play you won't see it as that, but you look at it slow motion. It is. So I understand why they brought it in for that, but when he's so far offside, it's pointless. It, should, yeah. it, uh, it's, it doesn't it's, make sense. It's pointless. I mean, we, we, we don't even have, we're not as if we're sitting, we don't have a camera like camera angle that's on the, where the where the back four are sitting but he's offside but it does as you said Ali, it gives you that moment of going fuck is he offside or is he onside what's, what's <laughs> fuck's happening here and then it's like the day you see Lensman put his flag up it's just a stupid rule I don't like it at all um, but I made my heart race too many times <clears throat> tonight but we need not worry any uh, any longer, gentlemen, as Rangers really finished the game off. It's a penalty to Rangers, as you would imagine. Uh, Morelos kind of rolls his man. His legs are clatted into as he's on the turn. It's a stonewall penalty. Barisic steps up. Same side as every other penalty he's hit, but this one is struck so well, and there's absolutely no chance for the keeper. And it's 4-2 uh, to Rangers on the night, and 8-5 on aggregate. I'm beginning to breathe a wee bit easier now, Scott. Oh yeah, just a wee bit. Yeah. <laughs> didn't again? It's one of those ones you didn't expect it to be like this. I was, I was ready for a nice week calm night, and lo and behold, we get this again. Um, it was a lovely penalty by Barisic. Definitely a penalty from Morelos. I don't think he'd went down too easily. Anyway, like uh, people could maybe claim that, but he definitely get connected with. I think I think he almost tried to stay up, mate. Yeah. To be honest, to be fair to him, yeah. I think he thought I'll, I'll try and stay up here. And the refs actually made quite a good decision and went, well, no, it's a penalty. Do you know what I mean? Because he wasn't going to get there. The other defender was closing them down. But Ali, again, the Buffalo's just making things happen tonight. Yeah, again, they didn't know how to deal with Morelos tonight at all. I mean, he'll be in their nightmares tonight, Morelos. I'm, I'm sure of it when, I, when they go to bed tonight, the defenders. But Stonewall penalty. I mean, he does, like you said there, he actually tried to stay on his feet, Morelos. And he's he's gone down slightly after the touch, but Stonewall penalty went to VAR as well. There's nothing yeah, right. else. Again, penalty. Yeah. Big Borna steps up and I'm going, I know exactly where he's putting it. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, he's put it exactly into the side netting with pace, with curl. No keeper is saving that. But if you're a goalkeeper, you know exactly where he is going every time, unless he goes to the other side, but... It's, yeah. It was a great penalty from Borna, to be fair, and um, yeah, the game is buried now. Four two dead. That was it. Yeah, interestingly, after we recorded yesterday, I listened to the the preview that the boys in Hart and Alex Staff, I think it was, was saying that Borna's penalty record in Croatia was like fifty fifty. So I think out of eight penalties, he scored four. Um, I don't know if he didn't give me the direction, but he's hit two poor penalties in the last week and hit two crackers. And he's yes. 75% at the moment. So Probably says a lot about who hit our last penalty tonight, to be honest. Um, so we'll, ju- we'll just jump on to it. Um, but again, so Rangers in total command now. Um, I'm feeling rather chipper about it. 
81 minutes, with double substitution, Davis and Kent go off and Zungu Wright come on. Now, obviously, gentlemen, we all know absolutely nothing about football um, and I don't think we know any of the thinking that's behind football because I cannot believe that Bagani Zungu has made an appearance for Rangers tonight. <laughs> now, I don't want to spend too much time on it. We're already kind of going on for a bit for time here, but again, not a Rangers fan in the world. Ali seen this coming. No, that's never... Uh, Patterson and Bassey. Aye, because you can say they're young, they're full-backs, potential. Whereas Zungu, who's a lone player, 28 at that party as well, we need to remember. He's a lot older than the guys. I never once thought he. I would see him in a Rangers top again. I mean, I sent you a link to a South African podcast, and they were absolutely <laughs> pounding Zungu. Basically call him an arsehole. I mean, I can't say the language they used in that podcast, but it was quite good. It was good, to be honest. But... Um, I I was shocked to see Zungu. If somebody had told me Bagani Zungu would play in a Rangers game again, I'd say, fuck off. That's never happening. So, <laughs> yeah, I shocked, shocked. Do you think, do you think Gerard was taking the pass a wee bit, maybe? Probably, I don't know. I mean, you've got Barjones that was supposed to be going to, it was at Orange County, but th- that, that, that get blocked because... Which I thought was because of what Zungu did. So I thought he was going to be that cover for Zungu not going to be in the squad anymore. So I would have had Berjones in the squad today, but I don't know what Zungu said. I don't know what he's, he's I don't know what he's done to get back in that team. I mean, I'm baffled. I was baffled. Soon I seen him getting stripped off, I was like, no chance, man. Like, obviously, Patterson coming on is kind of okay, but I mean, I don't think Davis had to be. Can I take it off? I understand why he done it, but Zungu coming on. I mean, Squash, are you just as shocked as us two about us? Yeah, I was, man. Um, yeah, definitely. But what I, what I did say to you is, is because we, I mean, we went for the all, exact same team we didn't have Hadji playing, which would have meant like all our midfield players were on the pitch and we didn't have like a first team midfield player to come on if the worst of the worst happened to Davis or Kamara. Why not for Jonas then? Yeah, no, I agree with that. But then I think that's maybe the reason the team was changing. Arfield was put on the bench, or, or one of the midfielders was being put on the bench. But, uh, but I was, I was, I didn't understand it to be honest. I mean, I stand by what I said yesterday that I, I didn't think Zungu would play. Shocked, like completely shocked that he did tonight. And Livingston's next Wednesday. He, he clearly <laughs> can't play then, can he? <laughs> no. Or is well, that just a big to... two fingers to the SFA and no, SPFL? They'll, they'll step uh, in no. this week, SFA, definitely. Oh, I, I, would say tom- I would say tomorrow you're after probably going to get a decision on this. Yeah, yeah after both of them come I don't, on. Think they, I don't think they can, can they? They can't fast well, crack I it. think they'll find a bloody loophole they've got somewhere. Of course they will. There'll, be some, aye, there'll be some sort of loophole right, that you can get around this. Seemingly new compliance officer Rangers season ticket uh, holders. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, if you go by Twitter rules. Uh, that's, <laughs> another, that's another point. But yeah, I mean, what a shock to the system it was to see Zungu coming on the park. I mean, uh, just baffles me. It really does. But I mean, I'm not going to complain, obviously, because we've managed to get the result tonight. Um, so following on from that, Morelos goes off, uh, Etten comes on. And that just as we were kind of thinking we were just about to round up the game Rangers were seeing the game out quite comfortably not much to report Antwerp kind of huffed and puffed but didn't do anything of real note three minutes have added on time 
And then it's a penalty to Rangers. So Scott Wright did really, really well, to be fair to him, down the right-hand side. He's taken out from behind. It's a clear penalty. Varchek, clear penalty. Itton steps up this time and scores. Rangers, full-time, 5-2, 9-5 on aggregate. We're into the last 16 of the Europa League again, boys. This Gerrard team is it's going to go down a bit of our history, Ali. Yeah. I like Scott Wright. I mean, I don't know how many times I've said I like Scott Wright, um, but he always looks dead bright when he comes on. And as soon as he picked that ball up, the first thing I was screaming at the telly, even over four two up with two minutes to go, is drive at that, drive at that defence. And he did cut inside, won the penalty, and then in fact, I actually listened to Bourne's interview at the end of the game. There, he was interviewed by BT, and he actually said he wanted to give the penalty to Big Itton because he's been playing, he's been trying hard and training and he thought he would give him the penalty to try and get him some more goals, which was quite nice of Bonner. Probably deep down, Bonner knew that he was going to hit that same side again, he'd probably miss it though. But, so, that's what he said. He gave it to Big Itton to get his goals up and his confidence. So, that was nice of him. I thought he was lucky at him hitting it down the middle. It's a gamble when you hit down there. It hit kind of off the keeper, but he smashed it straight in. But, to win this game... 5-2, I mean, God knows who had that on their coupon tonight, I'd love to see that, but it was um, no, outstanding with Rangers again, and once again, we are leading, in terms of Europe, I know Scotia loves his coefficients, points and everything, but once again, Rangers are putting the coefficient points up for Scottish football again this season, last 16, again, for the second year in a row, it's an outstanding achievement, we're 18 points clear in the league as well, what more can you say about this Rangers team? He's now overtook um, Walter Smith in terms of wins in Europe now. Stephen Gerrard is interviewed at the end of the season. He went, don't talk to me in terms of Walter Smith because I've not won anything yet here, which I loved. He's not won anything. So, no. I mean, the two, I mean what a great two games of football to watch. As a neutral, outstanding. As a Rangers fan at times over the two legs, it wasn't great for the old heart, but <laughs> it was... Uh, no, fantastic game of football tonight. Defending a bit dodgy at times, but we'll take that with five goals. And it's great to see Rangers scoring goals again. That's I think. Oh, how many goals is that? Thirteen goals, I think, now in three games. And before yeah. we were really struggling to score goals. It's we look back to what we were, and I did say Europe may ignite us again, and I think it has. Definitely, and as I say, it leads us very nicely into um, our man of the match. Um, there's only one man for me um, I know there's quite a number that we can pick out obviously there was a lot of good performers today but there was one man that was absolutely unplayable in that team today and it was Alfredo Morelos ah, it's got to be Morelos he comes alive in Europe Alfredo Morelos, even Gerard said that tonight in his interview he said he enjoys Europe for a certain reason but he didn't give the reason I don't know what that was in terms of maybe he's looking for a move away because he's in the spotlight but exactly it's not Emma Dodge that said because of who's watching this game yeah, or something yeah so I so no he's he's back buff he's starting to score as well he's he's back to what he was obviously we're, we're going to the the other side of the city next month I would love him to score the winner that takes us 55 it would be outstanding but no for me Alfredo Morelos all day long tonight. All day long. So, yeah, that's us. A uh, bit of a longer one tonight, um, just based on the game, obviously. But, obviously, we are now into the last 16 of Europa League. So, the draw is tomorrow. So, that's Friday, and it will be at midday tomorrow. Um, some big names in the draw now. Everybody's unseeded, so it'll be an interesting draw. 
So thanks very much, guys, for joining us tonight. Thanks to Ali. Thanks to Scott. Um, we will be back with you soon. We are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, and we'll speak to you again next time. Cheers.